Hey everybody, it's Daniel. Welcome back to The Takeaway Show. Thank you for tuning in as always. If you're new, welcome. If you uh, have tuned in for the few, last few episodes, uh, thank you so much for your love and support. Today we have a very special episode. It is Mother's Day weekend. I wanted to wish everybody, uh, all the mothers, uh, happy Mother's Day. We couldn't do life without you. You make the world go round. And to the single dads who have to fulfill both roles as mother and father, nurturer, protector, provider, you do it all. Uh, happy Mother's Day to you too. Uh, today we have a very special guest on, and that person is my mother. Um, there are not enough words and just adjectives to describe this woman. She's been such an amazing and impactful person in my life. She's made me the man I am today. Without her, I wouldn't be here. I wouldn't be fulfilling my dreams, going after these uh, crazy ideas, these challenges. Her love and support is absolutely amazing. And today you guys get a little bit of a taste of that. You get to meet her and you get to hear from her and her story and she has a phenomenal story of victory and success and just overall a massive amount of wisdom that i could listen to all day it's going to be impactful it's going to be powerful you might shed a tear or two and you're going to laugh a ton so get ready for this episode again thank you for tuning in and i can't wait for you guys to listen Happy Mother's Day. Thank you. Thank you for coming on my podcast. You're welcome. Um, you know, obviously, when I started it, you were the first person that obviously was going to be an obvious guest on it because, you know. Um, but um, I have to say, I mean, I thought I was like kind of uh, crazy for even starting one. And then. Um, you know, you and, and Brenda and a lot of people really pushed me to do it. So, obviously, um, definitely wanted to have you on. But this is uh, your weekend. And I just want to kind of, guess, take a moment before we get into you, you sharing your story. Um, just tell you how much I appreciate you. Um, you know, we, we've been through a lot of ups and downs together. And uh, I... I there's really aren't any words to tell you how much I love you and I appreciate you. You're, you're an amazing person and your story is amazing and people need to, um, people need to hear your story. And there's, I know there's moms out there who've been through what you've been through. Maybe they haven't, but you're, you're a walking uh, uh, miracle. You really are. And um, not a lot of people you know, will get to know you in the capacity I do. Um, before I get you all to your guide. Um, Already there. <laughs> um, 
tell us about yourself. Um, it, it, wherever you want to start, whatever timeline you want to tell your story, you know, or maybe when you got saved, or just, just whatever you feel on your heart. Just. Well, my name is Elaine Van Arsdale, and I grew up in Columbus, Ohio, in a very godly Christian home. Um, great testimony as parents, still together to this day, fifty plus years. Something that I. I always dreamt of, but never got, unfortunately. Not by my choices, but, you know, the world is the way it is. And um, you can't you can't make someone love you. You can't make someone um, want what you want, regardless of, of how much love you give them, you know. Um, but, but I still love them. You know, like I forgive and, you know, um, I'm moving on with my life and it's, not been easy, but um, it is definitely the most beautiful journey I've ever been on in my life. Um, I have three sisters and a brother. I have my brother passed away um, two years ago um, on December the 9th. He died of cancer. Um, it was very hard because we are a very close niche family. You know, I, I live in Texas. They live in Ohio. I'm the only one that actually left home. Um, Probably the only one was brave enough to leave home. Um, I'm the baby. Um, I have two children that are girls. And then I have you, Daniel, which is <laughs> you are amazing, son. Like you, you are my number one fan. You are my cheerleader. No matter where I've been in my life, you have always been there to love me and lift me up. You don't criticize me. You don't judge me. You know, because there was a couple months that I had lost myself, but you were always there, you know, always loving me and not judging me. And, you know, just like our savior, you know, um, I got saved when I was 23. I lived in California. I was a Marine wife. Um, he was overseas and fought in wars. And I felt like I needed, there was so much missing in my life and being alone, raising two children, um, you know, being taken away from your family and you just had a baby and, you know, learning how to live again, which we do that, you know, on a regular basis. Every day we learn how to live. Every day we have to, you know, um, accept a change to, to ask God to search your heart. And, um, you know, obviously we're going to fail him. And we're going to fail each other. Men fail men. Women fail women. You know, vice versa. But um, just, you know, knowing that Jesus Christ is my, he's my rock. He's my fortress. He's, he's my counselor. You know, he is everything to me because I wouldn't be who I am today or where I am today without him. Um. Oh, I have stories, <laughs> but the best journey I've been on is the journey that I'm on right now, you know? Um, so, you know, when I met you, what, what year was that? Uh, end of 2015. We we're just coming into 2016. Yeah. yeah. And, uh, you know, the pastor was preaching and he was saying, you older couples need to take these younger kids underneath your wing. And God just completely lays you on my heart not even really knowing your story or, or knowing you, you were so young and you were this the cutest little guy and uh, we just clicked. Um, and you are, <laughs> you are absolutely amazing, son. 
you really are. I mean, your your personality and you know just your, your quirkiness and <laughs> you know and just just how you you know you are just so passionate not only just for your life but for serving God and for the people that you love. I mean, you and Brenda are as well a testimony, and um, I love your love, and I hope someday that I get what that get that. Um, back in 2009, um, I was going through my first divorce. My girls were still very young. I was working, you know, 50 hours a week. Um, my husband came home one day and he said, I don't love you anymore. And I'm leaving. He already had his stuff packed up and it was devastating. Um, it was very devastating. You know, he was in the military and he and he dealt with a lot of, uh, you know, you know, just just a, a lot of things. He couldn't deal with a family. He couldn't deal having a family. And, you know, I know he loved me. He just that was just what he said to get out, you know. Um, and that was a really hard time in my life um, because I was away from home. I have no family. I'm raising my two daughters and I became very heartbroken and um, I had had a stroke. Um, it almost took my life. I was paralyzed completely on the right side. At the same time, I had bell palsy and shingles in my ear. And then not even a month later, I found out I had cancer. Doctors told me that they would have to remove um, everything and that I would never be able to have children again. And that was devastating. So while trying to heal from a broken marriage and going through a divorce and having a stroke and learning how to speak again and walk again and, you know, to just function and to take care of children, my whole focus was serving God. I knew he was going to heal me. You know, I, I just, I just kept proclaiming it. You know, God, you're going to heal me. Now, am I completely healed? No, I'm not. You know, I deal with a lot of, uh, you know, things within my mind and, you know, um, forgetfulness and um, I, I, a lot of challenges in my life. Um, and then after that, two years later, I had met my second husband. And let's not forget, I got these two little girls that I'm raising. You know, so not only were they going, I going through it, they were going through it. And then my oldest daughter, she started doing drugs and I lost her and she's still lost. But I still pray every day that God's going to bring her back. She has given me two beautiful grandchildren, Lois and Grace, and they are my world. They're what keeps me going. Um, not that I have a choice because I have them almost all the time. <laughs> they're fun. You know, they're just great children. I mean, grandchildren. And I'm just so blessed, like a love that I never I never experienced before. Um, I just, I, I, I want to just say, like, there is so much power in a mom who's praying praying for her children there's so there's so much weight and i hear it all the time from you know the pulpit and, and, but when you have a mom 
who spends a majority of her life praying for her babies to come home, you know, praying that they come home in, in one piece and they, they come home full and, and restored. There's so much, you know, power in that. And I, yes. I um, you know, we're very, very, very blessed. Very the few that are blessed to have a mother that, that does, that cares like that. You know, not a lot of moms, you know, choose that. I mean, prayer is just having a conversation with Christ right? on a regular basis. You know, even if you're just driving down the, down the, down the Lord, <laughs> down the road, you know, just thanking him, even for the, even for the child that you're going through. And I don't understand what you're doing, Lord, but whatever you're doing, I know you got to have a plan because I know this is not what you want because God gives us a free will to make our own choices you know, and, you know, I read the book, um, Power of the Praying Woman, Power of the Praying Wife, Power of the Praying, you know, uh, mother um, or parent. And, you know, just reading those books, um, just, I mean, strengthen my prayer life. Like, you you know, pray cease without, you know, pray without ceasing or right. cease without praying or yeah. however that goes. Not a not a scripture quoter, but you know the knowledge and the wisdom is in me, and I just do my best to live it. But <laughs> um, yeah, um, it's been a trial. Yeah. I want to talk about your um, your worship. Oh. I've been to church with you countless times, obviously. I've told you this before, but I I love the way you worship, and I love the way that you surrender and your surrendering to you know the holy spirit and you know obviously we're far from perfect what you know what motivates you you know to every day choose to surrender or or, or come back to that surrendering come back to that moment you know where it's not about you it's about him because i'm nothing without him and I'm everything with him. And when I'm worshiping God and I'm singing and I'm praising, I am filled with the Holy Spirit. I'm filled with the Holy Spirit every day because I'm a little crazy. So, you know, you know, God's kind of crazy to you guys. I mean, let's just be real right now. Like he's got a sense of humor. He created Daniel and, yeah. and me. And wanted a bigger laugh. <laughs> You know, um, every day, you know, I listen to, to worship music and it's, it's just, even when I'm at my lowest and I'm at my saddest and I'm at my, you know, I, I've, I've, I kind of just done had it and I, I don't know where else to go. And I just keep praying and, and praising because that's, that's just who he is and who he is, is, you know, There, there's really there's no, no words. words yeah, there's no words to describe right. my relationship with Christ and and how much he loves me. It's not about how much I love him. It's not about what I've done for him or what I've done for others. It's about what he's done for us. He's done a lot. Yes. He really has. He really has. <laughs> you know, I was talking last week um, with Larry, uh, last episode, I was talking to uh, Leticia, and we were talking just about how much of where we could be and where we're at now and that I don't take time enough in my life 
to really think of because I know where I could be. Right. So and, yes. Yeah. Yeah. So and, go ahead. I'm sorry. So um, uh, what um to the single mom or, or the out there who's been through that brokenness that you've been through and what what advice could you give them and, and what encouragement I should say to just kind of give them that push that's gonna be okay don't forget don't forget who you are and who you belong to um find your find your value and your worth and and who you are through Christ and not through man and not through child and not through so I um I know you read this I think at one point I read this a long time ago um it kind of kind of circling back uh to us um but i wrote this uh a long time ago but i wanted to read it because i felt like it was more relevant but i posted this on social media but um to a lot of you this is just a random picture of a kitchen uh but not to me this is my mother's kitchen the place where you find her not just on holidays serving the most beautiful meals, but each and every day. With a sink full of dishes, messy counters, and a floor needing a sweep is where I find myself with her helping and receiving the best advice. In this, a kitchen, in this kitchen, we have shared stories, laughs, tears, and heartfelt emotions. I have learned so much from her hardworking personality and been given so much I didn't deserve. To get to the door, you have to go through the kitchen. Therefore, I never leave without words of wisdom, a warm smile, and a hug, and a kiss on the cheek before going out in the world. In this place, I wish I could spend every day with her because it's secure. It's where I can be myself. So to that, I hope life grants me many more moments in the kitchen with family to share memories, stories. I look forward to being right there, learning and creating more memories. I remember that. I remember <laughs> when you posted that. And I need you to send that to me oh, well. so I can have it on my phone. Yeah. So I can send it to other people. Like, see, this is how amazing I really am. So, shush. <laughs> no, I, might be messy, but I'm an amazing person. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes, the kitchen is always a mess. Well, that's because there's always something going on in there. Yeah, well, then again, in the whole house, like, oh, my goodness. It has a lot to get to, together to do. But um, I remember, though, just every holiday or every time we'd have a big dinner, my favorite part, I'm being serious, is when I get to go in there and help you do dishes because that's when you and I could just really kind of get down to like brass tacks about our, our life, and mm -hmm. what we were feeling and our emotions. And it's really special to have that with, you know, your mom because to be able to be vulnerable again, just kind of drop the, the act and you know, you know, let down the walls, be, you know, just be yourself and be able to be real and not have to be tough out there in the world because um, you have to be tough, Yeah. you know, and sometimes it's hard to be tough. You can't wear your heart on your sleeve. Really. Even though we should. Even though you can't. Yeah. Tough. Even the sad part is, is the reason why you can't do that is because people are mean, you know, they're just mean and they're just, not only are they mean, they're just jealous and hateful and that's the world that's why we can't live like the world we can't be like the world we can't act like we can't listen we can't laugh at stupid worldly jokes we can't hang around with people that want to be out living in the world um i mean don't get me wrong i'm can be very worldly sometimes i mean we're all worldly yeah. um you know but i always 
when I'm being worldly, I'm still being very loving and compassionate and telling my story and, you know, saying, hey, you know, listen, like, you know, like, I don't know. I think that people think that they can't be real. You know, they always got to put on this facade of, of who who they think they should be and not who who they really are. And when people find who they really are, it's so beautiful. It's such a beautiful feeling. And to know that you're unique because there's no one like you. And there's definitely no one like you, Daniel. <laughs> yeah. uh, the, the nerd shirts and the, yeah. the comic book references. Yeah. I like, I, I need to like copy every single picture you send me and just make you your own little, you scrapbook. know, scrapbook of yourself. <laughs> I remember when I had a job, um, when I worked at Family Video, you remember this, and mm -hmm. I walked into my interview. I don't know if I ever told you this story. I walked in my interview. I was wearing a Jurassic Park shirt, the old night, the, the original Jurassic Park oh, shirt. Oh wow! And they said you can't wear that. I was like, "What are you talking about? It's a, it's movie, a store. movie." And they're like, "No, you have to dress in like college shirts, and then on Friday you have to wear dress pants." And I was like, "Do you know in every '70s show, the nerd that works the movie counter has a Back to the Future shirt on, a Star Wars shirt on, Star yeah. Trek? I'm that '70s character. <laughs> <laughs> like, that's me and Stranger Things. Yeah, that's things. very true. And that's so." uh I remember my boss would leave. I would just like ditch this. I would take it off and put on my nerd shirt. And be like, that's why he doesn't work there anymore. No, I'm just kidding. That and they went out of business. But, but and yeah. that's why they went out of business because they, they had no personality whatsoever. Wear their nerd shirts when you have a shelf of 80s and 90s. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that doesn't make any sense. But I guess I say that too is, yeah, your point's proven. I mean, you can't, you got to like look prim and proper and, you know, and I'm just not a, about that, you know. Yeah. Well, there are times you look nice, very yeah. nice, but you always have like a, a t-shirt on underneath your shirt. That's got oh, yeah. I got, with I got my, my super suit. Yeah. It's funny. So in my phone, you're, you're Daniel Black Panther. Because that, I think yeah. that was the first show we ever actually saw together. Isn't it? I think it is. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but that yeah. poor guy passed away. That's so sad. The cancer. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, but uh, where do you, um, you know, you, you shared a lot today and where you're at today. And I appreciate that. I know a lot of people appreciate that. Where do you want to see yourself with your spiritual growth too, like in the future? Like you just, do you want to eventually, like, I guess I should ask this, like you want to start a ministry or, or something that could help other women? I really do. I really would like to be a speaker or I would like just to be able to give my testimony um, to those that are, you know, struggling when it comes to divorce. And, you know, a lot of women lose themselves and who they are because they, they just dedicate their whole life to their husband. And he becomes, that man becomes their life. And we should never do that. Even, I mean, even biblically, it's wrong to do that. Um, and I think that, you know, we just, I, I think that we're supposed to be created that way, but sometimes we just don't get the true identity of who we are. And, um, and I just, I just want women to know that, you know, you're, who you are is a very important, unique individual. And, um, you know, I, you know, I, I had a lot of roadblocks, um, with my spiritual life. Um, because of fear, you know, like I was fearing to do this or fearing to do that. And, or I was, I've been this way my whole life, 
you know, how do you change the behavior? And you pray about it. That's how you change the behavior because you can't just change the behavior. It doesn't work that way. People think, oh, well, I'm going to change that. Well, you've been that way your whole life. How are you just going to change that? Yes, I understand it has to do with the mindset. Um, but I've come to realize that when I'm really struggling with something, I'll pray about it. And all of a sudden, like I'll realize or someone will point out, well, yeah, you don't do that anymore. Or yeah, you used to this. And, and I'm like, that's because I prayed about it. You know, I asked my heavenly father to change me. And when he when he does it, he does it so um, subtly. You know, everything doesn't have to be a miraculous thing. Right. Even though sometimes I'm like, Lord, just miraculously change my mind. Give me a renewal of the mind. But, you know, um, I, I have Alzheimer's. I have, I've had strokes. I have brain seizures. You know, I have um, a lot of things that go on inside of my head. And I really have to be in my word. And I really have to be in my worship and I really have to be in, in life with him because that's where I belong and that's who I am. Um, I'm everything with him and I'm just nothing without him. Yeah. And um, I think that, that, you know, in the next 10 years, you know, I just want to live a simple, godly, you know, I wouldn't say godly because, you know, no one's really ever godly, but yeah you know, a good, simple life where I'm enjoying my life and, and I'm at peace with who I am with Christ. And, you know, I'm going to church and I'm, you know, just getting to know him more and more and who I am through him every day. Um, I've been in homeless ministries. I was in leadership ladies ministries. You know, um, I've been in, I've been in ministries, um, singing in the choir and, you know, Sunday school (laughs) teacher, you know, you what? You have a beautiful voice. Well, oh, thank you. <laughs> I, I'm told I'm very loud, but I mean, my voice is loud. I sing loud and, you know, but. You don't even need this microphone today. Yeah. <laughs> rude. <laughs> that was rude. <laughs> but, um, yeah, I mean, at, at my age, which is 48. Um, Young. I'm really just ready to, which, which I'm doing now, living in simplicity. You know, I don't need the best of everything. I don't, you know, I'm going to tell you a story yesterday. Okay, so I've been divorced for a week, but I've been single or separated for over a year. And, um, you know, prior to that, I was very spoiled. You know, I never went without anything. I never had to worry about finances. I took care of the finances. There's always money there, you know, even when, you know, emergencies came up, you know, always, you know, now, um, it's not like that anymore. And, uh, God has humbled me. And the other day I was crying and upset because I haven't gotten my toes and my nails done and my hair done. And I don't feel beautiful. And, you know, like, I can't believe this is where I'm at in my life. Um, and yesterday, you know, and just so you know, none of that stuff's important. It's not, it's not important. Um, <laughs> yesterday I was driving down the road. I had gotten, was driving home from um, the grocery store and there was this lady on the side of the road and old leather, just beat up, 
older lady and I mean, she could have been, you know, younger than me or my age or, and I looked over and I just started bawling and God just, I, I was so convicted because I looked at her and I thought to myself, that could be me. And here I am going to the grocery store, picking out anything I, I need. Yeah. And, you know, I have a nice car. You know, I have Jesus. I have a beautiful family. I'm driving home to a house. And I'm, I'm whining and crying because I, you know, I can't go beautify myself of stuff that's not even important. And I was like, thought to myself, I could, that could be me. And not only could that be me, she had nothing. I mean, and I have everything. And I cried and I, I pulled over and I gave her some food and I gave her $5 and I prayed with her and, and I just thanked God yeah. for the life that he's given me in, um, you know, so it was a huge lesson for me um, yesterday. I'm, you know, being vain is, it's not pretty. And it's not beauty at all. And God wants us to be modest. And he wants us to be, um, to have a meek spirit. And to be grateful for all that he's given to us. You know, another thing too, you, you got all these people that you know, they're talented, they're rich, they, they have successful education to, you know, this certificate to that certificate. And they're so proud of themselves. But I wonder if they ever stop and think to themselves, thank you, Lord, because you created me and you gave me this talent and you gave me this mind and you gave me this handsomeness or this beauty or this, you know, talent. I don't know if I said talent or not, or, you know, you, you gave me a rich family to where I had to go. I never had to go without anything. You, you, you gave me a parent, you gave me created parents that created this business. And I was born into, to this, right. you know, um, do they ever stop and think that it's not them? They didn't do it. Right. They did, but God gave them the ability to do it. Exactly. And most people don't think like that. No, not I, not most concepts. people. Yeah, not most people. No one that I know of. Like I, so many times I've asked people, so where do you think you got all that from? Well, my mom. Well, you know, I mean, it, it it's it's my talent. Generational. Yeah. yeah, and I'm just sitting here thinking, and then I say, you know, we really need to pray together because I really need you to realize something, you know, and uh, you know, and these are Christians. You know, and then when they're not Christians, then you just tell them about Jesus and, you know, you help them see a better perspective about life. Because that's our job, right. even as a mother. At, definitely as a mother. I remember <laughs> I reached out to you the first time. I don't want to make this quick, but I reached out to you the first time and you were giving me all kinds of advice because I've seen you at church and you, you actually, I don't know if you remember this, when I was just talking to you, you were like, I'm... I'm going to get my annual cancer checkup. You were headed to the doctor. Hmm. And I was like, oh, wow. And I felt really you know, sad. And I was like, I'm sorry. And then you actually turned that around. You were telling me all this, telling me kind of this advice. And I was like, wow, you sound like my mom. <laughs> and you're like, I am your mom. 
<laughs> and I was like, well, <laughs> that seals it. <laughs> uh, but um, no, you're right. And um, is there anything like final thoughts or anything you want to share? Anything you want to you know, in your heart that you really feel like you need to get out there? Or... Um, you know, just be grateful about the life God has given you, given us. You know, and I, I'm just so grateful that God has given me you. And that you are, you know, you're living a dream right now. You're you're getting out there and you're 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 teaching what you've been taught, you know, and God gave you the heart and put the right people in your life to, to encourage you and help you to be um, to be who you are today. And I'm really proud of you. I'm very proud of you. And uh, don't stop. Don't ever keep wanting to do the next right thing. Don't give up, ever give up on yourself, ever. Because you, you're, you're gonna, you're gonna be great, you know. I'm, and I'm really proud of you, thank you. and I love you. Oh, thank, thank you for you. having me on your. Oh, thank you, and happy Mother's take Day. Away. <laughs> <laughs> happy Mother's Day. Thank you. I appreciate that. Well, that was the episode, guys. Thank you again, as always, for listening, supporting the show. We can't do it without you. If you like the show, be sure to follow and rate on podcast on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. But as always, you're loved, you're appreciated, and I can't wait to do the next show. I look forward to it. Until then, have a great week. <laughs>